Sidegi. make an effort to go to the kitchen find the not rusted over sink uh, give the knobs a good little turn and there is a significant amount of like pipes groaning and creaking and like the sort of uh, faucet area like shakes roughly as it like water slowly starts to spurt out and it's like gross and moldy and black initially as it sort of like clears out the pipes that have probably right. been a little bit old and gross but eventually it runs kind of clear it's a bit yellow tinged I wouldn't drink it <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to rinse my hand off of the makeup, and I'm going to say to Scoob and Shaggy and just say, this seems to be the one piece of working water in this house, as far as I can tell, for no apparent reason. None of the toilet, the toilet downstairs doesn't work. The sink in there doesn't work. This sink next to it doesn't work. Looks like someone's taking real good care of uh, the kitchen. I would like to investigate the sink again. You want to investigate the sink? Sure. I want to try it. It's a nine... That's a crit fail. All right, nine plus six. I got a 15. What do I learn from 15 about this? I mean, like, you can see that, like, from your previous investigation of the kitchen, that someone must have been in here on a routine basis. So even though one of the sinks has just fallen into disrepair, they must have been using the other sink for some sort of culinary purposes for a while. It must have had at least enough use to keep the water flowing through the pipes fairly regularly. The toilets and things like that that you've encountered have just been, like, the water has evaporated, like, because they haven't been used regularly enough. Like, you know when you go away on, like, vacation, you come back and your toilet bowls are, like, way lower because just, like, it hasn't been flowing regularly? It's, like, one of those situations from what you've encountered from toilets so far. The water's just... I haven't experienced that phenomenon in so long. (laughs) Because no one's leaving their house, man. It's quarantine, baby. My toilet is getting used regularly. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. When you're, when you're gone for a while, ostensibly water and things like toilet tanks and stuff like that, it'll lower. And that's what's been happening here. It's just stuff hasn't been regularly used, but this sink, for whatever reason, probably ha- seems to have been used on a decently regular basis, but not very recently. Like, I don't know why we keep ending up in the kitchen, but I'm not complaining, eh, Scoob? <laughs> Can I do one more investigation check for a snack? Another snack? Sure. Yeah, well, I mean, this is the la- pr- probably the last time we'll be in the kitchen, so let's let's munch on something. The only snack that you're going to be able to uncover is whatever, like, small baggie of uh, Scooby's treats that uh, Shag has on him. Everything else has been uncovered by your uh, sleuthy noses and uh, tummies. I'm going to try really hard to, to munch on my French bread quarterstaff, but it's so hard and crusty I can't even <laughs> bite just off. not ready for... No. Mm. All right, then I think it's time to tackle the stairs and that room that goes up. So you guys are going to head on up into what seems to be just some really, really small bedrooms. Uh, and looking over them, there's about three bedrooms immediately from off of this landing that you guys can see. And you can see the doors are slightly open to all of these. All of them have you know similar furniture, similar things like that. Uh, you know, The first two rooms are uh, sparsely furnished and they seem about the same size. And the third room seems uh, much, much larger. Uh, it seems larger than the other two bedrooms that you've sort of come across. And it's just kind of weird. But they seem, again, compared to the rest of the manor, even in its disrepair, you can sort of tell that these things are so plainly decorated that it must not have been for anyone who permanently lived here. This must have been for the help. Okay. Yeah, this is is service quarters. I mean, it leads directly into the kitchen. Does it seem like one of them is Creepsley's? Is that his name? Uh, you'd have to go inside and see if there's any like personal effects. I want to go in the biggest quarters. Yeah, the the biggest if Creepsley's still here, sure. then he's got to have the biggest quarters. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Yeah, th- that one, it's just large. There's just sort of a small, simple bed, a small, simple dresser, a small, simple nightstand. No personal effects seem to be here. It's quite dusty, quite dark. Um, but no one's present in this room, uh, this this larger room. Okay, nothing to check out, nothing suspicious. Uh, I mean, you can certainly investigate and see if there's anything uh, suspicious, but on surface level, nothing seems disturbed in quite a while. Nothing seems fresh. Can I check all of the drawers on the dresser and the nightstand, specifically looking for 
potential future sorts of light. So candles or more specifically matches since there are candles elsewhere in the house. Yeah, sure. You give them a turnover. You sort of open each drawer very thoroughly. And um, they're just filled with sort of cobwebs, spiderwebs, dust bunnies, things like that. But nothing of note, maybe like a few odd like nails and screws. Just weird sort of stuff. Whoever's been here has cleared out a long time ago. Well, well, it looks like it's empty. Hmm. There are two additional rooms. Yeah. You guys have just checked out the biggest one. Let's check out the other two rooms. Uh, Velma, are you wanting to investigate any specific room? Who's going where, I guess, is what I should specifically ask, since there's two remaining rooms that you're looking at. Um, I'm going to check out the whatever they're, one they're not checking. If they're checking out the bigger one, I'm going to check out the smaller one. Well, there's okay. three. There's three. There's two, there's small, two ones. small ones left. So you're going to check out one small one independently, and those guys are going to go in another one? Yes. Cool. That's fine. All right, so Velma, as you sort of go into that room and Shag and Scoob go into another one, uh, Shag and Scoob, as you enter this sort of smaller room, your blood runs cold very quickly. You sort of freeze for a moment as you realize that there's a figure on the bed. It's roughly human-shaped, but the covers are pulled up too high for you to see a face. You hesitate, trying to decide if you should you know, proceed, uh, but then the figure moves. It sits up on the bed, and you see a pale gray humanoid with long arms ending in razor claws. The stink of it hits you as you meet its lopsided eyes and its grotesque tongue lolls out of its dripping mouth. So I'm going to need you guys to roll initiative. Oh my gosh. Uh, Velma, you're included in this. You'll just have to take a free action to move into this room. Or a a movement action, excuse me. So I would hear something going down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yelp. Oh, and in well, in tell you theory, something. you know what? Given that we're all on the same floor here, if you guys are to make a large enough noise, uh, Fred and um, Daff, you guys can let's all let's all roll initiative. But you guys have to wait an entire turn to join them. How's that if sound? I'm understanding um, the map correctly, we can't directly get to them. Let me double check. Yeah, there's a secret door that they would have to find <gasps> that we haven't discovered. Oh, that's a good point. Ooh, yeah, there is can. a secret door. I rolled a nat one on initiative, if that helps. It does help. Um, how about this? We'll wait an entire turn, and you guys will take... I'm going to have you guys join on one turn um, to investigate and figure it out. And so we'll sort of alternate between actual combat initiative, and then uh, once actual combat is complete... We'll go back to you guys and we're going to do some kind of like fun investigative like initiative style thing and see if you guys can figure out how to get there and help them. Yeah. Cool. I like it. Cool. I rolled a 19. On my I rolled I got a, a natural 20. All right. So lumbering before Shaggy and Scooby right now is a tall sort of looming figure. You've encountered these. Maybe you've heard of them a little bit, but you don't know enough about them to know how best to fight them. But this is unmistakably a ghast. A G H A S T. It's like ghost, but with an A. Cool. I I know I I know what it is, and then I gasp as like a. As like oh a, no, it's you! It's like a joke because I gasp at a gasp. Hey, Scott, anyway. stand up, leave, yeah. leave the room. Okay, cool. It's <laughs> too bad he's first in initiative. So Shaggy, what you gonna do, man? Fantastic. Uh, I am going to uh, whip out my crusty French bread quarter staff, and uh, I am for sure just going to out of sheer. He almost like because I got a nat twenty, I'm like it's almost like a reaction to just like, and I'm gonna hit this thing real hard. Give me an attack roll. All right. Oh my god, that's a nat one. There um, it is. There, Scott. Okay, so I missed, but as a bonus action, I'm going to use, uh, I'm gonna use my ability called After Image, where I can uh, move to an unoccupied space. Um, but I do it so quickly that I leave an after image of myself behind, uh, that, uh, and it costs one key point. So I'll make sure I, I wrote that down. And basically what that does is there's an illusory duplicate of myself, uh, that appears just where I was and the creature, let me see, hold on. So if, if my movement triggers an opportunity attack, if I leave it, then the creature has to make a wisdom saving throw. I see. Um, to, and yeah, on a failed save, it's unaware and uh, tries to hit that instead of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say since you entered the room, you're probably within five feet of it, so that's probably an opportunity attack if you're trying to move away from it. Yeah, I I, I figured that this this room was going to be so narrow that like I would need to make room for other people to get in here. So I'm going to do the after image, move to the side of it or whatever. So and I'll if it, if it a- takes an opportunity attack on me. I mean, it only takes an opportunity attack if I leave its range after out of five feet. 
Yes. Which are you doing that? Yeah, why not? I want to try to like run a, like around it and kind of behind it sort of a thing without it knowing. Okay, cool. So I'm going to, what kind of a save am I making? This is a uh, wisdom saving throw of, it has to be a, uh, 11 or higher. Uh, let me see if I have any uh, minus though. No, it's just plus zero. So that is a uh, 13. Okay, so it does hit. Well, it has to make an attack to hit me. That was just to detect if it was. Okay, so it's it's pretty clever, but that's not a great roll here. Let's see. What's Scooby's reaction to there being two shaggies? I was actually going to say it, it, it might depend on how, like, what the gas does. Like, if it attacks the real shaggy, then I presume that I also will not, like, not be fooled by it, basically. But if it was fooled by it, I was going to make myself make a wisdom saving throw. Or, like, not a wisdom saving throw, but just a wisdom roll to know whether or not that was the real shaggy. Oh, I was going to give you any the creatures. Of the doubt. Any creatures outside of my melee range automatically uh, perceive it as an illusion. A so you should be so fine. You're fine. Oh, great! I just if if Shaggy were in danger, I'd have yeah. reacted I mean, differently. I am in danger. We're all in danger. <laughs> yeah, it's but not good. Does a fourteen hit? Fourteen hits. Yeah. That's going to be fifteen slashing damage, my guy. Oh my god! Yeah. Who just did fifteen slashing damage? Shags. Me. Damn. Um. Sorry, junkies. Um, I don't know if it's too late for this but I just realized I also get a second attack that I can do okay let's rewind it back then no 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 no. let's be fair you get a second attack these are all new characters to everyone here we gotta be fair everyone figuring out combat yeah yeah I mean I'm still gonna do the same thing I've checked my sheet every single time to see if it says second attack and it hasn't changed I I, I didn't hit anyway that is back to where we were which is the guest uh, perceiving that uh, you have moved knowing which one is the correct shag and um then slashing at you with its claws Excellent. Uh, for 15 slashing damage. Cool. Uh, I need you to make a con saving throw as well. Okay. 13? Uh, you're fine. Awesome. Okay. So next up is Velma. Velma, you are not currently in the room where this monster is. You are going to need to use your movement to get in there. I would say, yeah, what I, is your total movement? I do. I want to be in the room where it happened. Um, so I'm going to use my movement. I have 25 feet of speed. 25 feet of speed. You do not need to dash, but if you want to get there, I would say you can dash uh, and take a bonus action if you would like to use a bonus action. Uh, but if you just use your full movement of 25, um, you will have a remaining action. Does that make sense? Dash, dash yes. takes your action. Yeah. Yeah, I will take... I will. Uh, so I have a ranged weapon that I was going to use. Cool. Okay. Um. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to basically run in the door as close as I can get with 25 feet and shoot it in the back. Great. Awesome. Okay, that makes sense with your ranged weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, plus sneak attack. Uh, it's 18 plus 6, 24. 24 to hit? Yep. Good night. Mm, doesn't were, do it. <laughs> it does. It really does. Could you imagine? I'd be like, oh, no, 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 friend. I rolled one away from max damage. I do just want to say that. Ooh. Excellent. So um, that's uh, 18 plus 5 is 23 plus 3, 26 damage that I do with this crossbow bolt. <laughs> So Velma basically just hears Scooby yelp and like turns around and is like, all right, mother. I mean, honestly, yeah, it looks bloody. It's like bleeding profusely from Did that. Did you seriously part. have to do math for that? No, I'm keeping track. Yep. Okay, Scoob, you're next. Uh, what do you want to do to our uh, monster friend here? I, I would like to cast. So, so this guy hurt us real bad. It gave a good, large uh, gash to uh, Shaggy, yeah. I would like to cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter on it. A creature of your choice that you can see within range perceives everything as hilariously funny and falls into fits of laughter. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or fall prone. I know that it rolled well on its last wisdom save, but I'm, I'm, I'm gambling. And it also says that a, a creature with an intelligence score of four or less isn't affected. I, I'm assuming that it has a score higher than four. Four or less what now? As being semi-humanoid. Uh, intelligence score? Yeah, yeah, it's it's smarter than four. <laughs> but yeah, it, it can't do anything. Like, it's incapacitated and can't stand. If it fails. What what does Scooby do? Scooby-Dooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby Scooby do. I hate you. <laughs> Scooby is going to basically just try to make this thing laugh hysterically and I think he's gonna I don't know I really want him to dress and drag and do the hula um 
It's like, it's like, it's like yeah, wrong, 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 uh, wrong property. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I definitely want him to do something like silly and goofy to, I'm going to say, yeah, he's going to like stand on his, his hind legs and pretend to dance or actually dance and just make him laugh because of it. What kind of a save is this again? Uh, it is a wisdom saving throw and he has to beat a only a 12. I got exactly a 12. No! This thing is mean. So if it, it succeeds, is there any kind of like ill effect there? Uh, no. And so the, the spell sort of just bounces off of him. This sort of thick, gross, like gray hide just seems to just protect uh, him from any kind I of like, I like the idea that goofiness. he just watches you dance and is just like not at all impressed. Yeah, he just sort of looks like he just sort of like smacks his long tongue against his jaw and is just like, I'm going to. Oh, gosh, this is probably stupid. I'm going to go over to him and try to make him dance with me. <laughs> the dancing didn't work, so you're like, here, you try. You're, like, doing, like, the arm noodle, like, with him. Like, oh, trying yeah, to make I him love go. it. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what it is. You I do the little arm, arm noodle, and I try to pass it off to him to see if he'll arm noodle oh, no. back to yes. me. All right, what do I have to do to um, succeed or fail on this one? Is this just straight up a cantrip, uh, or is there anything that I can do to not be affected by it? I am All checking. Good. There's got to be a save, because if there wasn't, that would be such an OP. It'd be so weird. It'd be so weird. <laughs> oh, 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 uh, friends is an action, not a bonus uh, action, so I can't um, actually no. do this. Next turn. Next turn, you can try and do a noodle arm. Next turn. Um, fine. Yeah, then I I don't have any bonus action, anything that I can do. Um, And message takes an action, so I can't even message to the rest of the group to where we are so I am just gonna get out of Velma's way maybe you know I think at this point Velma seems to be the biggest threat so he's gonna sort of lumber <laughs> yep. over towards Velma um, and make a uh, he's sort of gonna lean in and try and just chomp down on your arm does a let's see what am I trying to okay does a 16 hit Oh, just barely, yeah. Just it barely. Does. And cool. so it's just sort of like it finds a sweet spot of purchase like within like your shoulder where like your armor doesn't quite connect fully and just sort of like chomps on down and let's see how much damage that's going to cause. That is uh, 10 piercing damage on you. Ow. Ow. You, you still up? Oh, I'm up, yeah. Okay. Oh, no, I had full health. Okay. What I don't have anymore is my glasses. Oh. Oh, <laughs> Literally, you literally, I have to, so I have to roll a D20 every time I get hit by an attack. This is the first time I've been hit by an attack, and I rolled a one, the one number that I needed to not get. Oh, no, because you looked so sad. I was like, oh, no, did I, did I knock Velma down? No, 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 I just can't believe it actually happened. Velma is wow. without her glasses. Oh, no, so what does they that mean? On... What does that entail? Okay, so whenever you are, um, let's see, whenever you're hit by an attack, roll a D20 on a one, your glasses fall off and land somewhere random within five feet of you. Whenever you are afflicted by fear caused by an encounter in this adventure, roll a d20. On a 1 to 5, your glasses fall off. So that's, uh, this is not... Um, you can attempt to find your glasses with a DC 12 intelligence investigation check made at disadvantage. Your glasses can be retrieved and handed back to you as a bonus action by any friendly creature within 5 feet of you. So Shaggy and Scooby, you can't help on your turn with a bonus action. That's a consideration. So I'm going to give action. her the. I'm going to get hit by a bit by this monster and then give my best. My glasses. <laughs> I can't see without my glasses. I can't, I can't see without my glasses. I can't visualize image in front of me without my glasses. And we are uh, back up to the top. Uh, Daphne and Fred. At this point, you have definitely heard the distinct Velma yell of "I can't see without my glasses," and you know something's up. Uh, but not quite what. You maybe even heard Shaggy yell out in a little bit of pain as he was attacked by the ghast. But you, and you know they're on this floor, but not exactly uh, where. They're not near you though. So you guys are you guys are clued in, and we will get back to how you act on that following this next turn. Fred, I think the gang's in trouble. Oh, jeeper. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Fred's trying out everyone's catchphrases like, that one doesn't sound right on me. Holy right. cow, misters, you scared the jeepers out of me. Oh, no. All right, so we are back up to the top of our current gang of initiative folks with Shaggy. Um, How is this monster looking? This monster looks bloody. Okay, as much as I would love to help with a bonus action, 
Um, I will. I want to attack it as many times as I can because I feel like okay, if just we kill can, it, if we can kill it, then we don't have to worry about it. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take my French bread again, and I'm going to make two attacks on it. Solid. Um, that's great. That is also great. That is gonna be a twenty-five and a twenty-one. Yeah, both of those are gonna hit. What's the damage on those? Uh, excellent. That is gonna be. Uh, nine and ten. Nineteen total damage. What does it look like when this gas goes down? I see Scooby try to make friends with it, try to dance with it, or try to dance for it. Doesn't work. It attacks Velma, who's been our heavy hitter this whole time. Velma's searching for her glasses. I'm in a zone where I'm like, I don't even know what's happening. And I just got to save my friends and rescue my friends. And I take my big French bread, crusty quarter staff and I smack. I like do one of those like cartoon things where like my legs are in the air and I'm like smashing between my legs, Mm -hmm. like on top of its head uh, to try and just like whack it as hard as I possibly can. Just kaboom. Just whack. And then the second attack is is like a more like, so I whack on the head, Uh land again, and then whack across like like baseball like baseball style yeah and it just crumples to the floor in just like a dead bloody mess (sighs) hey you still have a bonus action you do still have a bonus action (laughs) Uh, we're out of initiative (laughs) I will hand uh, Velma back her glasses you guys have defeated the ghast uh, monster that was in the servants quarters looking real creepy you have solved my ghast puzzle you've solved my ghast puzzle that's exactly correct (laughs) So what happened to the rest of the Beauregards? Yeah, where are they at? Uh, you guys have not seen any of the three Beauregards that you encountered uh, at the beginning of this uh, whole affair uh, in quite some time. They've not made a peep. You've not heard any other creeping doors and things like that. It's unclear They're where they've gone. They're all dead. <gasps> uh, Shaggy took a, a chunk of damage there, right? Yeah. Shaggy took 15 damage. Yeah. I, I, and how much did Velma take? Uh, 10. Uh, if I burn a higher level spell slot, can I heal more people or more damage? I think it's more damage. I'm good right now until we, until we we're like going to get into another. Scenario. I have 18 out of 28 hit points and, and four out of five, um, hit dice left. So I would like to investigate the room where the, yeah, is there anything else in this room? That uh, there's seen? nothing else. Just this bloody sort of mess of a ghast. Uh, it's just sort of a, a small, small room. Um, Let's see if there's any. No, no. It's just okay. small servant quarters that a gas just seemed to have been living in. Do we want to cut over back to? Yeah, let's cut over back to Fred and Daff. Uh, you guys are aware that your compatriots, your uh, gang, is currently on the same level as you. You can hear their voices. You can hear some distress and some attacks happening, but uh, it's not. Let's see. Where did, where had we left you? It's close to where you guys are, but it's still a little bit further away. It's muffled, so it's coming through several walls. I, I I would think that we should go find them towards the back of the house. Okay. And we'll start walking towards the back cool. of the house. So you guys are sort of going to depart the sort of like rec room area that you guys were in. Walk on mm-hmm. down the hall. Actually, let me see. That's actually technically a room. We have to make you encounter that. Ooh. So you sort of turn the corner down into uh, this sort of... A- this kind of like big area. Yeah, with the it's sort of an open, open section of this upper floor. And uh, as you turn the corner, you can sort of see a large uh, grand piano that's been resting in front of a uh, bay window. The piano seems sort of scratched and the keys are chipped, but uh, it still looks uh, fairly functional. It's still upright. It hasn't like collapsed in on itself. Um, and yeah. There's just a, a real big piano. As we walk towards the next room, Daphne's going to run her fingers along the keys. Hmm. Okay, cool. As uh, you sort of tickle the ivories and the sound of the slightly out of tune piano plays and begins to drift through the drafty halls of the Beauregard mansion, um, it, you know, even just tinkling along the end there, it's, it's, it creates a simple tune. Uh, but as sort of the tune fades, you realize that you're playing a duet and it's sort of ma- another key of just sort of like running along the keys uh, matches you uh, and looking back you see some ghostly hands are sort of dancing over and they've sort of taken over and are starting to play their own melody uh, and slowly it's sort of these hands take form into a full apparition of the ghost of Beauregard and he's just locking eyes with you laughing the piano flies open 
And wouldn't you know it, Daphne, you've unleashed a swarm of bats uh, within this open section of the hallway. <laughs> Wingdings! Wingdings! Get them! <laughs> I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need you to make a uh, wisdom saving throw. Uh, how about I'm gonna give you advantage because you're used to bats, since win- Wingdings is your friend. Are we all used to bats, it's or is just it just Daph? <laughs> So Fred, also, since you're in, within this vicinity, please make a wisdom saving throw as yep. well. No advantage there. <laughs> All right, that is a 18 plus two, dirty 20. Yeah, you sort of like brush them off and you're just sort of like make sure to keep wingdings uh, well protected on your uh, horn so That's he doesn't get eight. sworn away. Fred, you're much more concerned <laughs> and upset by these bats. Uh, you know, you've met wingdings and hung out with wingdings for a good little bit, but these bats are much bigger than wingdings and have much more beady red eyes than wingdings and have really good fangs. It's creepy Ah, you're ah, upset ah, and scared ah. and you are going to be paralyzed with fear uh for a good a small little bit here daphne is getting bolder and bolder and she's going to walk up to beauregard and try to stick her hand through him i will say once the cloud of bats appeared he vanished so there is no remaining beauregard to uh she's going to investigate the place where he was Absolutely. Give me an investigation roll. I gotta say, I love Fred continuing being swarmed by things. <laughs> Spiders, now bats. Yeah, every episode is gonna be Fred swarmed by I'm so by sorry, Frederick. That'll be an 18. It's an 18. Well, there doesn't seem to be anything discernible, maybe just like a little bit of like dust, but that honestly could have kicked off from the piano being opened and like eviscerated by these weird bats. Um, so it's not super clear exactly. I'd like to look how it was inside the bench. Yeah, sure. Uh, the bench doesn't really open. It's just a solid piece of furniture. Okay. Then can I look inside the piano? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Do that. Give me uh, one more investigation check for that one. That'll be a 16. It's going to be six. Oh, you know what? I'm going to say that you can find this just because the bats have upset a lot of the internal structure of this grand piano. Uh, you can see sort of within among the broken strings of this piano that there is a small slip of paper that's been wedged here. Ooh, I pick up the piece of paper and read it. Uh, let's see. The journal entry that you find here uh, ensnared between the broken piano strings reads, Today I was introduced to my third cousin, Persephone. At first she seemed charming until she laid her ambition bare. She wanted, nay expected, my fortune. I was shocked at her bluntness, for I am far from death's door. She displays no business acumen or credentials other than pure greed. Nevertheless, I must respect her sense of self-congratulation. Perhaps she will deserve something when my time comes. So that is it. Daphne turns to Fred and is like, Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, uh. have we kept track of where cousin Persephone is? No, I haven't seen her in Hmm. a long time. There's still bad. There's like (laughs) one bat that's persecuting Fred at this point. I wonder where she is. (sighs) Yeah. Kind of weird. I haven't seen the other two either. Yeah, you guys haven't seen them in qu- quite some time. And so that is that is another journal entry that you'll have to share with the others. So yeah, you guys uh, have these three rooms, uh, as well as uh, currently to you, no discernible exit from this main hallway that connects. Right, what does the hallway look like? The hallway, I would say, let me see. Do, 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 do. What does that adjacent door? I would say this hallway looks quite simple, quite bare. There's not, um, you know, a whole lot going on here. I would say that this is another kind of hallway that Velma could probably start pulling on, like, the candle holders and, like, pressing on the wall and things like that to see if there's That's what I was of- figuring. I was just kind of kind of do, like, a loose perception investigation inside check to just see if there's anything that looks out of place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Give me uh, an investigation check to see if there's any kind of, like, panel door or some kind of trick or trap. Uh, yeah, it's a 15. It's a 15. Yeah, it takes you, uh, you know, a good little bit to really search over this really small area. Uh, But eventually you guys will find sort of there's a hidden panel uh, that connects to what appears to be a small closet. Uh, It's a walk-in closet. It seems quite spacious, uh, definitely about the same size as some of these servant quarters that you were just looking at. Uh, And there seems to be male outfits, probably from Aldrin's closet. They're old, kind of musty, definitely some moths floating around here. Um... But much of the clothing that's been here has been picked over. It almost seems like someone has, like, taken the clothes and, like, gone away. Like, 
not presently living here anymore. Is there a door? Yeah, if you're if you're to like once you go through the secret panel that you've uncovered through uh, the servant quarter hallway, uh, you can see that there's just a normal sort of closet door that would open into uh, assumedly a bedroom. I'm just going to open it and just like get a whole idea of what we're looking at. Yeah, I'm right behind you. Sure. This is actually uh, more of like a dressing room. It's sort of a space for you to just get dressed in once you remove clothing from the closet. Uh, there is a uh, full body mirror that's been affixed to one of the walls uh, between two doors. There's also just sort of a low bench that's sitting here that seems to dominate most of the room, almost like for someone to put shoes on and things like that. Uh, there's also just a rack for shoes as well. And um, there are some shoes there but it seems like they're not all complete pairs it's like some are missing one or one shoe or the other some are missing one shoe or the other it, it it's not a consistent which shoe it's missing i mean it just kind of seems like it's just a disarray kind of situation okay just Cap like a lot of the mansion sort of has okay. been just stuff's messy well jordan as an individual would love a closet like this that has its own separate dressing room and a walk-in closet next to it Scooby is going to get fascinated with the mirror again and maybe look behind it because I'm convinced that somebody's somebody's watching us. Velma's just going to go ahead and um, keep trying to go forward. Like, I think she wants to find the, the other people at this point thinking we should stick together. Cool. That's fine. So you are currently in um, sort of the small square room that's uh, just north of where the grand piano space is. OK, so are you wanting to head towards the grand piano then? I mean, yeah, so uh, yes, Ethan is, but Velma doesn't know that. So, gotcha. Like, okay. Yeah, she's just, just going to try to find Fred moving Daphne. Moving forward. Yeah. Moving forward. Gotcha. So you're going to uh, step out of the dressing room area and see that, hey, there is Fred and there's uh, Daphne too. Uh, Daphne uh, has wingdings out and Fred is currently trying to swat away at a bat that is definitely not wingdings. He is <laughs> disheveled. And is very out of breath. Yeah, his yes. his nice blonde hair is looking a little frizzy right now. I pick the carpet up off the ground and smack the bat. <laughs> <laughs> it, it slaps down and it, it seems like it's not going to hurt anyone anymore. Yeah, in, incongruence with the first episode. Velma, that was Excellent. a little violent, don't you think? If you want to see violence, I definitely smashed in that guest's head. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Wingdings probably is going to like squeak at Velma and just be like, hey, that's okay. Just in like little bat clicks. <laughs> while while you all were being attacked, we found another clue. That's great, cause Scoob and I sure keep finding nothing. We had found uh, matching shoe prints downstairs to the ones that we had previously yeah. seen. Right. We we've just been rolling okay. out stuff. So uh, the what's this clue? The clue we found was that uh, cousin Persephone is after the fortune. Has anyone seen Persephone or any of them? We haven't we haven't seen them up here, but Fred and I walked into a couple of very disturbing rooms, which we felt like there might have been more going on, but we couldn't find anything. Uh, also, there's a locked room. Shaggy and I fell into uh, a basement. Are you all right? Yeah. We're fine. But it sure is scary down there. We didn't want to go without you guys. We also found a key, but we're not sure if it's the right key for the other locked door, but it opened one oh, of the doors. Can you try it on this door over here? Yeah, if you want to lead them to the locked door that you had found when you first sort of stepped up uh, from the landing, you absolutely can do Fred, that. Fred, lead the way. Scoob, are you, still, are you still with them or are you still investigating that mirror just to make sure? Um, I mean, can I just do an investigation check While on the mirror? Yourself? Yeah, just for a split second. Yeah, you summon a demon dragon. Uh, I got a two. two. Um, yeah, let's see. So as you're sort of like looking over the mirror and just sort of poking and prodding at it, you can um, definitely like start to hear like some sinister laughter, but it's not quite in this room. It's almost like distant. It's like down the hall. And uh, as you sort of turn... Cool. So then the mirror was boring and I will follow Velma <laughs> and Jackie. And you can sort of turn and just see sort of like a glowing figure sort of like uh, walk past one of the doors. Uh, but by the time you exit out of the dressing room, uh, no one's present there. There's no, uh, there's no monster or anything like that. Just there was something glowing, some cackling laughter, but something to keep you on your toes. <laughs> I'm, I'm scared and going to dart to okay. Shaggy. 
So you guys are all heading towards the front room on the upper level that you had encountered that was locked, correct? Yes. Because you guys had used this, the key that you're thinking that you're um, going to try and unlock this with is the one that you had unlocked um, the stairs to the servants' quarters, correct? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Uh, so you're going to try and unlock uh, the study door with that? Rawr. Um, Are you, uh, do you have any kind of proficiency in, um, oh, what's it called, what's it called, what's it called? Uh, sleight of hand. Does anyone anyone have any kind of like um, Velma? <laughs> Velma, Velma has I, I, everything. I'm gonna start of this whole group, man. I'm gonna spoiler what uh-huh. I want to do. I want to cast knock. Oh, you want to cast knock and open the door? Okay, yeah. But it will only unlock we'll one. Unlock lock. one lock. Uh, have it let Velma uh, take a look at it, uh, since it sounds like Velma is proficient uh, with. Um, yeah, I mean, I can try to pick it. I guess you can like, try and pick it if you want. Sure. Yeah. Um, it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> oh no! It's not what'd you, good. What'd you get? It's it's a nine total. It's a nine total. So yeah. So uh, Vel- uh, Velma uses a bobby pin from Daff from her purse and sort of starts to pick away, and it just seems to sort of break as you're trying to do it. So you're not able to really get any kind of purchase on the Daphne store. Daphne has something that she would like to do. Daphne has something she not would related like to, to All the right, store. What would you like to do? Well, oh, okay. Isn't that oh. fucking nice of her? <laughs> <laughs> what would I like to do? Um, so since she had seen the face in the mirror, she like has not gotten over it and is really like bothered by it. So she would like to walk back into that bathroom and pull out the billiard ball that she had put in her purse and just smash the ever living like bejesus out of the mirror and see what's behind it. Cool. Let's check. I like that a lot. Let me back up and see what's what's up with this mirror again. I like this mirror. knock idea, though. So the, we don't have to look for The knock idea is creative. I, I, that's yes. for dang sure. Daphne can also um, b- b- do b- knock b- if we want to, like, double team. Oh, man. We didn't even have to search for any kinds of keys. Hey, guys. We still have the basement left. Please. Knock it off. Ha ha. Ha ha. I couldn't let Scott get away with all the corny jokes. I had to get in a little bit. Yeah, so you just smash the ever-loving crap out of this mirror, and it just falls to the floor, just shards of mirror and glass and things like that uh, litter the sink and along these broken, ragged tiles, uh, and nothing really discernible. There's no like hidden room or hidden panel or anything. There's some something at work here, but nothing directly to do with this mirror or the wall directly behind it. But was it satisfying? Probably. Yeah, it, it, Daphne looks at it and turns around and looks at the... So if she's looking at the mirror, the wall behind to see if there's some mm-hmm. sort of like weird projection thing happening. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, so amid uh, sort of the cracked tiles, you can see that there's like a small little um, actually give me an investigation check. Why am I just telling you this? <laughs> I almost got a five. <laughs> Seven. Seven. Yeah, you can see there's like some cracked tiles. You could maybe theorize that there might be like behind some of these cracked tiles, like a projection or something, but there's no way for you to confirm it. You would have to like tear this back. I'm going to call apart. out to Velma. Velma! Yes, Daphne? Will you come here for a second? Sure, Daphne. All right, so I'm going to sound crazy. I saw a face in the mirror and I busted the mirror and there's no hidey hole eyes behind it. So I'm wondering if there's something else going on with the wall behind me. Do you see anything amiss? Because I feel like I'm losing my mind. Hey, Def, not to undermine what you're saying, but was it your face? (laughs) (laughs) Are you for real right now? (laughs) I just need to make sure. No, it was not my face. Thank you. Yeah, I'll take a look at the mirror. Yeah, sure. Give, me, give one more investigation check. That's all I'm going to allow. Uh, it's a 16 plus 6. 16 plus 6. There, yeah, there's like a loose tile that you eventually uh, find your way across. And there's just like some sort of like uh, seems to be a projector, projection device that must be remotely triggered or something that could have let off okay. a illusion into the mirror. But it was just sort of hidden behind a cracked tile, so it wasn't very noticeable. Fair. Okie dokie. Do Velma and Daphne rejoin the group? Yes. Yes. Okay. Cool. Scooby looks at the locked door and casts knock with a bark that can be heard as far away as 300 feet. How much damage does knock do? Do you have to roll for that? 
Uh, it does not. It does not cause damage. It's just to unlock things. Choose an object you can see within range. The object can be a door, skipping ahead. Uh, the, a target that is held shut by a mundane lock or that is stuck or barred becomes unlocked, unstuck, or unbarred. If the object has multiple locks, only one of them is unlocked. Uh, and if it's held shut with an arcane lock, the spell is suppressed for 10 minutes, during which time the target can be opened and shut normally. Give, give the doorknob a try. Excellent. Hey, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, so opening, open this door. Uh, this door uh, seems to, like I said, uh, it seems to be a study. As you can see, there's a large wooden desk that's sort of sitting against a large uh, window. Uh, in the northern portion of this room, uh, there's some bookshelves that are surprisingly intact. If, uh, if anything, uh, they're not quite as dusty and decrepit as a lot of things that you've seen in this house. Uh, and they seem to have small collections of unruined books uh, lining the shelves. Uh, the desk drawers, you note, have been removed, uh, and some of the desk drawers are broken on the ground. And on somebody's looking. Yeah, for and something. on top of the desk, you can see a crystal ball that sits on a small pedestal of paper. Freddie, you want to check for traps? Um, yeah, I actually have a a thing for this. Yeah, find traps. One action. Um, yeah, I'm going to cast fine traps. traps. Yeah. Um, what immediately t t is in your little like trap senses is that uh, crystal ball that's sitting on top of a bunch of paper on the desk. You're like, that is bugged out. Okay. Nobody mm -hmm. touched the ball. Scooby's like ball. <laughs> Daphne holding it. Like, oh, no. Ball? Ball? <laughs> no. Oh, God. No. <laughs> like you don't have to tell me twice. Fred, you're familiar with this. You've been around enough uh, mechanical traps, magical traps, things like that. This is a magical trap. Uh, it's definitely magical in nature. There's no visible mechanical component to it, but you can tell that if someone's going to touch this, there's going to be some kind of magical reaction that occurs that is negative in effect. Okay. Okay. We've got a magic ball. You've got a large wooden desk, some broken uh, desk drawers around the floor, as well as some... Um, Nice bookshelves with books lining them. Uh, if you guys want to start uh, investigating, yeah, I'm gonna look to see if he has any books on <laughs> see traps. If books on traps. Sure. Um, is anyone else uh, investigating anything? Give me, give me what you guys want to start. Uh, looking I'm gonna at say here. that Daphne has really started to lose patience with everything going on, and is just like pulling books off of shelves. It's just pulling books off shelves. So you're helping yeah. Fred then. Okay. In a in a sense. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we can, Shaggy can pull books off of shelves. Maybe there's like a, a secret little like pull a book. There's a secret. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll just start ripping books off of shelves. As, um, as you're pulling off books, uh, is anyone proficient with arcana or history? I'm prof proficient okay, with arcana. Cool. As you're watching your friends sort of pulling these books off the shelves to try and see if there's anything behind them or littered within them, you're noticing as these books fall, some of the titles catch your attention. A few are um, interestingly uh, complex arcana uh, texts and tomes, things like that. You know, nothing, nothing that's necessarily incriminating, uh, but it's sort of odd that a study in Aldrin's possession would have such strong magical uh, texts and tomes. Uh, featured here just because you guys don't know of any magic besides the fake ghost in the vineyard that he's really been engaged with before. So that's something of note that you notice. Yes, I will re relay to the team uh, magic books. Many, many books about magic. What's that boy? <laughs> Nelly fell in the well? <laughs> I just don't know what we're supposed to do with that information really. Yeah, I don't either. Um, can I, I pick up a book and start reading it? Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's uh, as you're not proficient in Arcana. Thank you. Can can I specific like can I roll to see if there's one that really stands out to me? Sure. Okay. Would this be an Arcana this check or an, an investigation check, check at this point? See see if anything is uh, of interest. Sixteen. There's nothing 
like again nothing that here that's sinister it's just strange that there's like these magic specific tomes like this is stuff that you would be studying as an adventurer as a hero using magic to protect and ward yourself and make sure your friends are safe and that you can be agile like it's just kind of weird that this businessman uh and vineyard owner would be so deeply interested in magic this is something that's just telling you more about his character he was afraid of like like he was afraid of spirits yeah. and stuff that he was definitely seeing so maybe he tried to investigate it himself what kind of stuff is on the walls on the walls um it, the sort of shelves line the walls and if there's not a shelf there it's a window so there's not really any like wall decorations the main feature in here is again the desk piled with papers I'd like to investigate the crystal ball the on desk. top of the papers yeah sure uh, give me, give me, I guess, uh, no, you don't need to necessarily have a role for this. As you're sort of like looking down at the desk where the crystal ball is, you can sort of see that there's a copy of Aldrin's will there. The will oh. that you guys had all been invited to have a will reading for. Fascinating. Uh, you know, this is, is it under the crystal ball? the crystal ball, yeah. Uh, but you can read through the crystal ball. It's not obscuring any of the text. Um. Great. You know, the will uh, accurately reads exactly what Creepsley had read aloud. Uh, but you do notice sort of in red, someone has circled the phrase, anyone who survives an entire night in this edition of the will. So everything that Creepsley's relayed to you matches what you're reading here. Uh, so the, the challenge of staying overnight and things like that, the winning of uh, a million gold pieces that's all That's all here. That's all written down. The only change that you notice is just someone has circled anyone who survives an entire night. Interesting. Wild. Interesting. Anyone who survives the entire night. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so I think that's all that there is in this room. Um, let's investigate the last room up here really quick. Uh, and you guys all sort of head out, uh, head up the hall, past several rooms that you guys that um, Fred and Daff have uncovered, uh, but haven't really gained any meaningful clues yet. And you head back towards what you assume to be the master bedroom because you really haven't encountered any bedrooms up here. And uh, as you sort of creak open the door, you can see that yeah, indeed, there is a master bedroom in here. Uh, it looks like what's it look like, Emily? <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is the least destroyed room on the upper floor that you guys have seen. Uh, there's a large four-poster bed that's sort of just on the western wall. It's draped in some light curtains. Uh, and along the southern wall, there's another bookshelf uh, flanked by candle holders. There's also, again, another large uh, mirror, still polished and clean uh, and hanging above a dresser. Uh, on the eastern wall, directly opposite this bed, uh, hangs another portrait of Aldrin Beauregard. Oh my gosh. And in this portrait, he's young, he's healthy, he's looking more youthful and powerful than in any other portrait in the mansion that you guys have seen. However, the painting's eyes have an aura of malevolence that seem to, again, watch the party as they move around the room. This master bedroom has everything. Mirrors, bookshelves, spooky paintings. It's got it all. Daphne investigates under the bed. Under the bed? Let's see. Uh, give me an investigation check then. 17. 17. As you sort of like rustle yourself under the uh, bed, some of the sheets that are still on the bed frame um, move uh, since they just sort of hang low and uh, a flutter of um, paper falls to the floor. And it's, again, another journal entry. Mm. Everyone's present for this one, so everyone gets to hear it. Yes. I don't think I don't think Scott, you've heard any journal entries. I've heard the first one. Oh, that's true. That's true. One. Lies. Mm. It's trying to throw some shade on Scott. Um, <laughs> all right, the journal entry that you find reads: It seems my brush with destiny and mystery LLC has started rumors among my family that I am weak and cowardly. How wrong they are! And yet they begin to circle around like vultures. It was suggested that I host a gathering, a reunion of sorts for the family, distant relations and all, as I have no spouse or children of my own. People have arrived from such distant connections that their purpose was obvious. They were practically measuring my walls for their own curtains. Nevertheless, two individuals did catch my eye, some distant nephew Buford, and an abstractly connected waif named Spinell. 
utter wastes of space, both just as greedy, vain, and expectant as the rest. But neither of them seem to have any real connections with the rest of the family. If I were to add these two to my will, I'm sure the rest of my family would be so shocked and outraged that they'd pretend Buford and Spinel never existed at all. So as as you guys uh, read aloud the names Buford and Spinell and think aloud uh, sort of Persephone as well, their names hang heavy in the air. You haven't heard any additional footsteps in what feels like hours. Through all these attacks, through all these spooks and scares, you haven't heard any other screams within this house. It's just you. It's just Mystery LLC at this point. And your hearts sort of sink as you realize that there might be other victims, other people who are being destroyed by this house, just as you're trying to uncover what this house is trying to do to you. What has befallen the other members of the Beauregard family? What will befall our heroes in the basement? Tune in on Halloween to find out what happens next on Night of Fright. Fright. 